Welcome to the Badass Fertility Podcast. I am your grateful host, Katherine Bregman. I am a fertility mindset master and a nationally certified coach. Having spent numerous years of failure on the journey to conceive my baby girl naturally at 40, I know the heartache, fear, and shame that characterizes this experience. And I know that when a wo- that women who succeed on this journey stop ignoring the most important connection they can control, the mind-body connection, and start using it to fuel confidence, clarity, and ultimately to bring home their baby a heck of a lot faster and with way less stress than those who ignore the mind-body connection. So if you are ready to remove the blocks between you and your baby and learn how to live this journey with confidence and ease, then you're in the right place. So let's get started. Okay. So today's topic that we are going to address um, is summed up as why micromanaging your journey may be blocking your baby. So before we jump into answering that question, I want to lay out some important ideas on the table for you. So we often talk, or maybe not so often, but you've surely heard about the idea of individuals possessing a masculine and a feminine side, right? So we're all born with both. We're born with a masculine side and we're born with a feminine side. And one of my greatest mentors, Marianne Williamson, always says that individuals who identify as female, so whether you're born gendered as a female or you identify as a female, it doesn't matter. Individuals who identify as female are majoring in feminine and minoring in masculine. And individuals who identify as male are majoring in masculine, minoring in feminine. So Every human has both qualities and every human utilizes each quality in different circumstances and to different degrees in order to meet specific ends. And those of us who identify as female are majoring in feminine, men, those who identify as men, majoring in masculine. So one thing you also want to keep in mind is that within relationships, one of the key dynamics that creates that spark, that that sexual attraction is the attraction of those opposite energies. So within romantic partnerships themselves, and it doesn't matter if they are same-sex couples or um, heterosexual couples, it's the same dynamic, okay? One partner will have more feminine tendencies and the other partner will have more masculine tendencies. And this is difference in energy is what creates and drives that sexual attraction. If you have an excess of masculine or an excess of feminine within a relationship, it's going to lead to conflict or just deadened energy. Okay. So every human is composed of these masculine and feminine qualities, but in the world today, we want to keep in mind, it's the masculine that tends to dominate across the board right? So think about it. What are the qualities that we tend to value in our society? We value self-confidence. We value decisiveness. We value being goal-oriented, using logical and linear thinking in order to solve problems, 
right? We're encouraged to prize and always fall back on these particular qualities, which are amazing qualities, nothing wrong with them at all. But I'm simply pointing out at this moment, they are masculine qualities. So I'll give you a little example. I have a current uh, woman, a woman who came to me who's struggling to conceive. And one of the issues was a lot of conflict happening between herself and her husband. Um, And it was really impacting um, their intimacy. It was impacting their harmony. It was impacting their intimacy. It was impacting the whole gamut, right, of relationship qualities. So she happens to be a fantastically brilliant and gorgeous badass woman who founded her own company and runs it like a true boss. I mean, she is genuinely like high powered and successful in her field. But the issue that we uncovered when we started looking at what was going on in her relationships and why she was having these struggles with her husband and how they were spilling over into their problems with conception right? Is that she had a tendency to bring that masculine energy home with her and, and use it in her relationship with her husband. And the result of this was a shit ton of conflict. So as she learned how to slip into her feminine, this dynamic started to shift. And not only did her husband start doing more of the things that she wanted him to do without having to be asked or told, but their intimacy got a lot more frequent and a lot more interesting, right? So now, because we are all strong, empowered, modern women, I could imagine that you are hearing me say the story I just went through and thinking, slip into her feminine. What does that mean? Are you saying she became subordinate or passive or weak? And that, my friend, is exactly the issue with our concept of the feminine in modern society today, right? When I say femininity, you are probably wondering, what the heck am I talking about? Femininity in this context is not about what culture, society, media, or history might tell us. In fact, I would submit that we have a highly, um, problematic definition of femininity because the patriarchal society in which we have been socialized has has imbued us with this notion that it's weak, right? That somehow the feminine is weak, that somehow it is submissive, that somehow it is powerless. And if you want to be successful or you want to be empowered, you have to subdue it. You have to ignore it. You have to numb it, right? Many strong, successful women discount the power of femininity because of the weakness that is often portrayed with it. But, and that's really how this concept of femininity has been undervalued, even disparaged throughout history. So what I'm talking about, when I'm talking about femininity is I'm talking about the essence within you that makes you uniquely a woman. Feminine, the feminine qualities that make you uniquely a woman include creativity, softness, nurturing, kindness, resourcefulness, inquisitiveness, being compassionate, your innovative spirit, your generosity, your passion, 
your emotional side, your sexy side, your faithfulness, and the spiritual side of you. Femininity is crazy, amazing stuff, right? It's also found in your desires. It's found in the things that light you up, in your instincts and the inner voice that guides you. But as amazing as these qualities are, we tend to think of them as frivolous, unreliable, irrelevant, inconvenient, and messy in our daily lives. Our families, our work environments, and our cultures may have taught us to discount the information that we receive from our feminine side. And as a result, we become cut off, disconnected, even numb to this part of ourselves. We distrust it. We push it away. We think it's illogical, irrational, and we don't have time for it. It is much safer in society, in the workplace, in our familial or personal relationships to rely on the masculine, especially when we're in a state of uncertainty or fear, such as the way we find ourselves on our fertility journey. So instead, we use these masculine qualities of logic, linearity, rationalism, reason, competition, right? I've got to get to the goal faster. I don't want someone else to beat me there. We've got to be productive. We've got to get shit done, right? We don't have time to sit around. We don't have time to take a break. We don't have time. We just have to keep going, right? These are also amazing qualities. I'm not disparaging them in any way, but the argument that I'm putting forth is they are actually not the qualities that will lead you to success on this journey. When we're in fear or doubt, we tend to fall back on our masculine energy because we think that if we just stay focused and keep doing things, somehow we will outsmart our pain. And doing this over and over drives us to become intensely focused, even dependent on the masculine energy. And ironically, we end up living the most feminine journey that exists, right? The journey to conceive and carry a baby to term. We end up living this journey like men. No disrespect to men, but we're talking about the feminine. We ignore our femininity. We tune out that small voice in our head that is behooving us to do certain things like slow down, right? We write it off as impossible, illogical, or frivolous, And our femininity slowly becomes subordinated to our masculine. And this, my friends, becomes one of the biggest blocks to our success on this journey. You cannot live your fertility journey in the masculine because conceiving and carrying a baby to term is the most intensely feminine thing a woman can possibly do. You have to receive to conceive. Every person has their own unique brand of masculine and feminine qualities, right? Every person. The key is to find that balance between the two that works for you. We don't want to shut the door on one and then overuse and deplete the other because we're working it too hard right? When we're overworking the masculine, we become obsessed with things like beating the clock, putting our bodies through one more IVF cycle, making it happen no matter the cost, because it will be worth it in the end. 
Now, if all of this types of approaches worked, that'd be great. It would be fine. Enough said, don't need to address it. But the problem is it doesn't work. It doesn't work when it comes to conception. Instead, it causes us to abandon our inner wisdom. We make decisions based on fear, lack, scarcity, and self-doubt. And I promise you, any decisions that are made from that state are not going to lead you to your dream. When we disconnect from and abandon and distrust our femininity, we're doing this right when we need it the most. So to succeed on this journey, you don't need to micromanage everything. You don't need to hyper control it and keep pushing and pushing and pushing as hard as you can. You actually need to stop trying to do all the things and start connecting with your own unique brand of femininity. Fall in love with your body because it's your body. It's the one you've got. Celebrate your beauty. Awaken your sense of knowing. Get freaking good at receiving. Take care of yourself and have a constant community of like-minded Badass women at your side. So, Marianne Williamson has a quote that I really appreciate in the context of this conversation. She says, Spiritualization is a feminization process. As we tune into and connect with that small voice, our gut, our inner knowing, which we each possess, but may be out of the practice of hearing or listening to or treating with the authentic respect and acknowledgement it deserves. As we begin to connect with that, we start to live our journey from a place of guidance that will allow us to make decisions with clarity and confidence that would have sent us into a tailspin before. So if this is like, whoa, okay, I hear you on the feminine and the masculine, but what the heck am I supposed to do with this? Like, I get it. I hear you, but how do I connect with my feminine? Well, do not despair because in today's show notes, I have a convenient little worksheet that will help you unpack your feminine and reconnect with it a bit more and know this. Whatever you are feeling, whatever you are going through, if you made it to the end of this podcast, you are meant to be a mom because you care enough to show up and listen. You are here because this is meant for you. I hope you will join us here each week as we break down the practical and emotional aspects of the fertility journey and make connections of all kinds along the way. If you like what you heard today, please follow Badass Fertility and tune in each week. While you're at it, please rate and leave a five-star review. We're working hard to bring you free content each week and your support is so appreciated. You can tune in weekly to the Badass Fertility Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your shows. 